ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. There are days and there are certain days. But today is not an ordinary day. It is one of such certain days. We want to welcome everyone watching on the net and everyone that has come from very far. All the pastors that came from different, different ministries. We want to welcome you. And uh, after Bishop has preached, maybe we'll take time to mention people have come from Hokumasi every place. Let us clap our hands for all the pastors who are here. God bless you. In Luke chapter 7, verse 16, the Bible said, Then fear came upon all, and glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen up amongst you, and God has visited his people. A great prophet has risen amongst you and God has visited his people. We are here to receive the ministry of a church father, an evangelist, a mega church pastor, pastor of pastors, and a prophet. A man that has affected churches and taught pastors around the world how to do the work of God. And I'm a major beneficiary of that impactful ministry. Above all, we are here to receive a builder of churches and the greatest of all, a lover of souls. This building we are standing in started in April last year. And we were able to use it in November in seven months. But it was prophetically and technically influenced by him. I, <laughs> I took the, the drawings to him. And then he put on his little goggles. And look, I looked and I said, Bishop, <laughs> you are more than an architect. <laughs> and then he said, if you can put this pillar here and here. At that time, we had only one plot of the land. So he said, and if you move the pillar to the back of the tent. So after he said that and I was leaving, I said, no. Because of what the prophet has said, I am going to believe God for another plot and add it to it. Otherwise, the burden will have been half this way. But because a prophet spoke, and because of what he said, the people on the land were saying, oh, it's not possible. One, even somebody said over his dead body. But the words of a prophet, can transcend mountains and move and move mountains and, and shatter darkness. And so they just gave it to us. And I, I didn't tell him anything again because I wanted him to come and see what his and he, he, he always speaks. You know, when Bishop is speaking, you may think he's joking. <laughs> it's not a prophet that squeezes the face to prophesy. He speaks in a simple way, but if you receive it prophetically, something. So what you see today. Is a prophetic baby of 
the papa that is about to speak to us today and i want to thank him for his great influence on my life and his love for my me and my family and also accepting me on the board of healing jesus campaign ladies and gentlemen without much ado i'm grateful today that a big angel has visited us today let us stand on our feet let's welcome our father evangelist bishop that you are most let your amen be highly prophetic Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this beautiful church that has been built for your glory. Thank you for such a blessing. Thank you for raising up your servants to be a powerful force in this nation. Thank you that though our beginnings are small, the latter end should greatly increase. Thank you for the great increase that is coming upon us and upon this ministry. Thank you for all those that are part of it, those that are paying for it, those that are working in it, those that come to be blessed with this river. That is flowing here. We thank you Jesus. Lord a man can have nothing. Except it be given to him from above. So we know that. Something has been given from above. And we thank you father. I bless everyone. Whose hand is in this work. Every foot that is here. And every life. That is part of the building of your house. Father, let your glory ascend and descend in this place. And let there be waves of blessing for everyone that comes in here. Let the accursed person and the accursed thing not have access to this place. Let all evil eyes that look in this direction with conspiracies and ideas to harm your servant let those eyes go blind in the name of Jesus father thank you for I see a rock and your servant is standing on the rock and he's going up higher than he is today let his feet be stable on the rock that you are placing him on and let no anything be able to destabilize him or remove him from the place you have given to him thank you for the secret of our divine positioning in relation to you for lord i see you standing in the midst of the candlesticks and he is one of your candlesticks let his position in relation to you be secured let not another take his place 
let not his position be moved further from you, Lord Jesus. But draw him near to you. Ah, that he may see your face. See your pleasant presence in his life every day. We crush the dragons and the snakes and the serpents and the wicked forces that plan evil and that look with gleaming eyes at your servant seeking to destroy him I say it would never work in the name of Jesus now I plead the blood let the blood of Jesus cover this building let it cover your servant by whose hand you have built this church I speak the blood on all those that are friendly and all those that are part of this family the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus is our answer to the enemy father thank you for this blessing that begins to flow here now let it flow to the ends of the world Lord few people have international ministries let this be one of the international ministries few people go outside the borders few people go beyond their own nation father i ask for that for him that his words and the life you've given to him will go beyond ghana thank you thank you that he who began a good work shall surely bring it to a perfect end in the name of Jesus, I stand against the spirit of Jezebel and I rebuke Jezebel. And I say to Jezebel, be quiet. We shall not suffer you to speak. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for your blessing and your healing that is here today. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. How many are blessed to be here already? Well, Pastor Bempa, thank you for welcoming me again to this beautiful church. It is two years since I came here. I remember the air-conditioned tent over there. I think that's what I'm seeing there, right? Congratulations. Congratulations. You know, I have a book called How to Neutralize Curses. If somebody can take it for me, How to Neutralize Curses, it should be in the box. I want to say something. This book is most of the time when we go to uh, pray about curses, people pray a lot to break curses. But the revelation that God has given me about curses is a little different. From what, um, thank you, 
you may usually expect to hear. And if you take your time to read this book, you will see the curse of Noah was that you shall be a servant of servants. If you have the time, I want to recommend you. Last night, in the middle of the night, God told me to give this book to somebody in particular. It's not here, but I'm just, it's coming up again in my spirit. It is for serious people. If you see that, you see that he said you, you will be a servant of the servant. Now, most people have a maid or a houseboy, a house help. Most people do not build houses. Is it not true? Most people don't have houses. Most. Most. Not only in Ghana, in the whole world. But hear more. How much more the house help? If people don't have houses or cannot build houses, do you think a house help can build a house when the master has not built a house? Now, what about the house helps help? House helps house help. That makes you even further from ever building. Yes. That's the meaning of the curse. A servant of servants shall now be. So one of the manifestations of that curse is that people cannot build. So that is why you see that in the nation, in the, the nation, difficult to build. After 62 years, there is still no road from Accra to Kumasi. Continuous road. After 62 years, from Accra to Cape Coast or Takradi, even Kumasi to Sunyani to Tamale, if there is a road, it's very narrow. Most of Accra is brown. If you travel with any airline that lands in the afternoon and you sit by the window, look outside, you see that brown, there's no road. You see, a, a red sand is a path. It's not a road. Like what you have outside, it's not a road. We cannot do it. We cannot do it. We cannot build schools. That's why you have what we have. So, for me to come here two years ago and to come here two years later when I spoke to your pastor, to come and stand here in this part of Accra, this not Kaswa back. Do you understand Kaswa? Do you know Kaswa? 
I'm talking of, I'm talking of the center. That's why this place is called after Kwame Nkrumah because it's the center of the city. Yes. And to come here to see a beautiful building, that's why it reminded me of the curse. That the curse is being broken in this church. Yes. So I want to say to you, yes. And not only has that curse been, you see, many of us, our houses are not nice. You listen, you, you listen to what I'm saying. Many of us, our houses are not nice. Now, if the house, the main house is not nice, how much more where the house help is staying? Okay. Then what about the house helps servants? Will it be nice? Yes. Not only has the place been built, but it is very beautiful. Look at it. Yes. So, I want to say congratulations to Pastor, congratulations for a beautiful, a beautiful church and for building and not just staying in that tent and be collecting offerings for so many years without, without knowing what is happening with the offerings. Hallelujah. So this book, I believe, will be a blessing. If you care to read it, you will see many things that are curses. And then at the end of it is how to neutralize it. And the way to neutralize it is to start building no matter what. You have to do the opposite of what the curse is. Because you can see that that curse is there. Don't build. So you have to start building. You don't have to listen to anything. Yes. You know, people can't build at all. At all. <laughs> the greatest struggle I have had in my church internally is the struggle to build. That's where the, the most conflict. So I teach all my children and my pastors and my church members, start building your house now. If you are listening to me, take it as a word from God. Don't, don't, listen, don't look for a land, don't look for a land to build at Laboni. Go to Kaswa back somewhere or anywhere and get a land and start building and stop talking. If you watch and see, 20 years will come just now. You see that that place, there will even be an airport there. Yes. And people will say, people will say you are very rich. So it's a blessing. 
And I want to say to everybody here Receive the grace To build I have another book here Called The Art of Leadership Yes You know, I don't want to mention anything In our country Because you know, when you talk in the country It's like you are criticizing And The best examples Of all these things I'm saying You can see it in the nations You know When you build When you build It it is what shows you are a leader Yes When, When you go to England America Germany Where we all go We like to go We like to go for visa We are praying for visas When we go there What is the difference Between here Ghana and there The difference is they have built something They've built Schools Universities Roads especially Yeah So Somebody said We like to go there We send our children to school there Holidays we go there It's only when we die that we come back For funeral To be buried here But you see Our nation is not just for burying people But must also develop So a leader When you build It shows you have the anointing to lead It's called government Yes Receive that grace For your own life This week Start your project This week In Jesus name Number two It shows frugality Frugality Jesus said Gather The crumbs And they got 12 baskets of food It is when you gather crumbs That you become rich That's when you see you have 12 baskets So building shows frugality A brother of A waster Is a destroyer A brother of a destroyer Is a waster When you waste You are a destroyer So When you are really following Jesus You will never despise crumbs So when you count Small, small, small monies It becomes a lot And that is why Banks, insurance companies Lotto Companies and so on It all depends on small, 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 small money When you add it all together It becomes a lot So when you see people Who don't know how to look after Small, 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 small money You see that they are the ones who cannot build Always going for loans Always you say they are going for loan We are going for a loan We are going for God They will not take time to gather the small, small 
But the bank will sit down and get everybody's small, small money. Then you go for, to them for the loan. Receive grace to gather small, small amount of money and build houses in the name of Jesus. Number three, it shows you are wise. Because the Bible says, by wisdom, a house is built. Proverbs 24. By wisdom, a house is built. Not by money. So when people complain, ah, we don't have money. We don't have money. We don't have money. That is why we, don't, we, we are not building. We are waiting for the white man to come and give us some money. Then you have not understood really that it actually takes wisdom. So when I come here, I see a leader, I see a person who is frugal, is been counting pennies. And number three, I see somebody who has the wisdom of God. Because until you have the wisdom from God, you will not build. You only say you need a loan. I don't believe in loans. I don't believe in loans. Loan is not, I mean, wise to take loans. Rather count what the bank is doing is counting your cramps. You to count all and add all. I, I, I went to a church one day and I was taking offering after. I said, now we are taking only coins. And the pastor, a couple of pastors, I heard them grumbling. But when we finished, they were now talking about the money that they are borrowing from the bank. So as you are mocking me for taking offerings, small, small, small offerings, you are also going to the bank to take money, which people have brought small, 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 small amount and have added together, then you have gone to borrow from them. Give me what you collect, your crumbs that you collected. So receive the grace to be wise And build a church Yesterday a pastor called me from somewhere and Not in Ghana He was thanking me Thanking me, thanking me Because he had a building project That he could not, he could not continue For 10 years The building project was stopped for 10 years couldn't build only renting rooms but I spoke to him and I showed him first of all I showed him that this design you cannot finish it you can see from the design that this man will not finish this project yes a lot of projects you can see that we won't finish it yes it's true you can see from the design that this one they cannot finish neither today nor tomorrow so I showed him that if you change the design then I showed him another key you know yesterday he was just thanking me and praying me I said no no it's the, it is wisdom he said no it is your wisdom I said no you were wise to relate with me you felt that it was it was wisdom to relate with me Whilst you were relating with me, I also gave you the small that I know. So it's also your wisdom. And now, when I saw, he told me that in his country, there's nothing, there's no project like this that has been able to continue after 10 years. Stop. Nobody worked there for 10 years. 
till wisdom came. So you will see with time what the Bible says is true that by wisdom, by what? Wisdom, a house is builded. So let today mark the end of renting. Did you hear what I said? Let today mark the end of renting. In Jesus' name. Yes. Receive the wisdom. And the curse is broken in your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. Your personal house, your church, and then also your business. Renting, renting, renting. It cannot succeed. You know, even companies, you can see the ones that will collapse. A lot of businesses that have collapsed in Ghana, I predicted either mostly privately that this business will collapse. I I could see. One day I was with somebody who was a a top director of a top company. I don't want to mention and I, I cannot mention the names. And he did something that was spending money. And I, and I said that if somebody at this level can spend money like this, this company is finished. I, I was not even in Ghana. I said, oh, this company, they will, they will by all means collapse. It's not the bank, so don't think of the banks in Ghana. Don't think of the banks. It's, another, it's not a, a bank. I said, this company will, will collapse. Yeah, he, he did something... It was just, not to me, it was just doing something. And I, said, I, I look, I said, wow, it, it will collapse. You can see by how it is, how it is being run that it is not. You, you see somebody, you, you are selling something. The rent that you are going to pay is more than the profit you will make for two years. I cannot, I mean, you, you are, there is no hope for your business in that sense. So receive grace that your, your business will be in your own, in his own house by the power of God and by the grace of God in Jesus name. And then the last uh, manifestation that you see is the manifestation of humility. You see, first I said, you can see he's a leader. You can see the person is wise. You can see the person is, has got the spirit of frugality. And lastly, but it, all this is in my book on the art of leadership. If you read, there's a chapter which says, if you are a leader, build something. Those who don't read. I should write a book, those who don't read. <laughs> those who are ignorant, yeah. Now, what is humility? Humility is what you need to build. Why? Because when you build, you will be poor. You'll be poor whilst you are building. Do you understand? And you'll be in a more humble situation because of your building project. Yes. Because whilst you are building, all your, always your bank will be zero. Our church bank is almost always zero. Because we are always building. So 
you, you will be low in cash as you build. And when you are low, you cannot afford some things. So you, you, you go down in the way you live. So there are some people, when you see them, you know that this man is not building a house. From the car, you can see that he's not building a house. The car alone that he's using, you see that he's not building a house. The rich people, even the rich people in Ghana, they don't drive certain cars. It's those who are in debt who drive certain cars. Yes. Rich people don't drive certain cars. Yes. Now, maybe you don't know rich people. If you go to Switzerland, that's where you see they, they, they have the number of millionaires. They are not against riches. They, they know the number of millionaires that they have in the country. And every year, they increase the number of millionaires. And they, they write, this year we had 100 or 1,000 new millionaires. That is whose wealth is more than a, whatever, million. I don't know how they count it. But million. When you are there, you will never know who they are. Because he's the one standing here. In the Chalewate buying chewing gum. The real millionaire. Yeah. It is people who don't know money. They, they are always very looking very rich. You know, one recently I was talking to somebody who works at the bank. And I asked him, what do you do? He said, I am a debt collector. Debt collector. I collect debts for my bank. So I said, how is it like? He said, oh. All the people with rich cars and houses, they are the ones who owe us. He said, the rich man, you go, you see a shop with people in it, then you go to the back room and you see the man. Those are the people with real money. The bank is afraid of them because the money they have and they don't owe the bank. But a lot of the people, is all just a show. So, but when you start to build, all your money will be done and then you, you, you'll be humble. And then you have to live a certain way for a long time. My wife and I, when we moved into a house, it was an uncompleted house. The floor was sand. We stayed on the floor. I've never paid rent before. I would rather stay in my uncompleted house than to pay rent. Oh, yes. And our church, we're also in it like that. You always be humble. Even now, I don't have any office. I'm just staying in a place. Gradually, 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 things will get better. Amen. Receive the grace to walk in humility. Yeah. yeah. Look at a beautiful place. Congratulations. Congratulations. Amen. May God give you the grace to build more churches. Yes. May God give you the grace to build more. And everybody who is part of this, you will build your own house too. I want to tell you something. You were not there, but I was there many years ago. Archbishop Idahosa came to Ghana quite some time before he died. And at that time, Action, Bishop Duncan Williams, was, I don't even know if he was a bishop, 
but they were at airports. And then they went and bought this land at Spintex Road. At that time, Spintex Road was like Kaswa Back. Everybody say Kaswa Back. Which means Bodrasi. I mean, it was like going to Bodrasi far away. There was nothing there, only red sand. So one Sunday, Idahosa came and said, He is coming to do short cutting for the church action. So I went there. And they made a platform on the red sand. And we stood there with the people on the ground, like a crusade ground. And he stood there, but, and he prayed. Now, he said something. I have never forgotten it. Shall I tell you what he said? Because it's like a prophecy that has happened over and over and over again. Do you want me to tell you what Idahosa said? He said, if you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. And those words have rung in my soul over the years. If you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. I prophesy that as you have built this house, you will build many houses for yourself in the name of Jesus. Never hold back what contribution you have to make to build this house and other houses. But you see, this is just the beginning of Pastor Bemper's ministry. It's the beginning. When I say the beginning, I mean it. Because this building now marks the beginning of buildings. Yes. Don't be satisfied with something like this. Never be satisfied. You wouldn't know because I don't want what happened to me to happen to you. You know, God put me in Kolegono and I was very happy in Kolegono. I said, this is heaven. We have arrived at the airport of the ministry. We will never live here. And I think the Holy Spirit heard my words. So, on a Thursday morning in May 1998, the government of the day sent soldiers and bulldozers to come and break the church, the land, the building, the flags, everything. And my heart was broken because I said, this is my life's work. And God was looking in from heaven and saying, nonsense, this is not your life's work. This is one step in many steps to come. And on the same day that the building was broken, I who said, I will never leave this place, that very day, they broke it at dawn, it was an operation with helicopters, ta- tanks, bulldozers from the government, soldiers. That very day, somebody came to me. I don't want to mention his name. He's one of my pastors. He said, please, I want to show you somewhere. 
I said, where? He said, somewhere I think we can have a church. I said, where? We are in heaven. Somebody has attacked us in our heaven. But he said, I want to show you something. So I said, by the evening, I was discouraged because we were making calls and we found out where the problem was coming from. So that evening, he took me to the Kodesh. At that time, the Kodesh was a factory. And he said that this place, I know a man who is selling this factory. I said, really? And I went to ask the man, and he mentioned something, something million dollars. I said, million, million dollars. We don't have million dollars. But God provided. And today the Kodesh is there. But even the Kodesh, today is just a branch. And we have left that place too. So I prophesy to you, this one is on the way to something greater and something better. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I believe we are already blessed, isn't it? Yeah. How many have received a word from the Lord already? Yeah. For your life, your business, your church, your ministry. Amen. But before we end, I just want to say something small about soul winning and evangelism. Turn with me to Matthew 24. Verse 45. Who then is a faithful and a wise servant? Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord has made ruler over his household. To give them meat in due season. Verse 46. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing or doing so. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verse 47. Verily I say unto you That he shall make him Ruler Over all his goods Verse 48 But And if That evil servant Shall say in his heart My Lord delayeth My Lord delayeth His coming Hmm? And shall begin to smite his fellow servants And then to eat and drink with the drunken The Lord of that servant shall come in a day When he looketh not for him And in an hour that he is not aware of And shall cut him asunder And appoint him 
his portion with the hypocrites and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth amen now this is a scripture about soul winning in my book tell them i'm sharing about this now i think that the first point is who is a faithful and then also a wise servant the bible says he that wins souls is wise amen so god wants you to be a wise servant a wise servant according to the scripture proverbs 11 and verse 30 he that winneth souls is wise so a wise servant is a soul winning servant so it is wise to win souls when i say win souls i don't mean per se um yeah i mean winning souls so if you want to be wise in the church don't think of doing business you know today we have people preaching wisdom 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 the wisdom of god is different from the wisdom of this world the wisdom that descended from above tells us that the wisdom of god is in the cross that if the princes of this world in first corinthians 2 if the princes of this world knew and understood what the cross was they would never have crucified the son of god never so wisdom to god is different from business banking investments bonds uh, and all the big words they use whenever you hear these financial people giving speeches and you don't understand it it's what i call word salad word salad in psychiatry we have a symptom of madness called word salad what happens is that the person mixes many many big words and you don't understand what he's saying it's called word salad and it's a symptom of something don't worry when you don't understand when they are giving certain speeches because me too i don't understand and i am a science student when we were in school those who are doing the finance they, they, they didn't qualify for science most of them they didn't understand a lot of things so a lot of the words they are using today they are invented words to shroud a very simple thing in mystery a mystery that is not necessary zero is bigger than minus one million i'll say it again zero is bigger than minus one million did you know that yes so when you don't owe anybody you are richer than when you owe even whatever but you see in the bank they will tell you oh when you owe and then you pay back and then bond and financial engineering equity they'll mention a lot of words it's a word salad don't follow that if you want to be rich 
Most of the people who have taken loans are becoming poor and in crisis today. All right? The wisdom of God is not those big words. The fact that I'm not using big words to preach doesn't mean that what I'm saying is not wisdom. In fact, in fact, when you listen to someone who knows a lot, like let's say medicine, and the person is able to explain to you in a simple way, it rather shows wisdom because he's able to take the big words and then just explain it to you in a simple phrase. So the big words rather doesn't imply wisdom. Rather it implies a lack of control of the subject. Yes. A lack of control of the subject. I want to tell you, don't be bamboozled when you come to church. A wise servant of God is a soul winner and simple as that. Proverbs 11.30, he that wins souls is wise. That's the wisdom we have in the church, to win souls. If you are a businessman, it's different. If you are a banker, you have your own business. If you are doing politics, it's different. For us, our wisdom is to win souls. And I will advise you to be a soul winner. Yes, be a soul winner. He that wins souls is wise. So the Bible is saying, who, who is like a wise and faithful servant? Most of us are not faithful. Faithful means constant. Faithful means you don't change. Many people here, you were even in scripture union and you were a soul winner when you were a younger believer. You have not continued in that constant way. Rather, when you preach, we can't understand your preaching. It looks very complicated. With so many big words and many things combined, we don't know the topic you are preaching. We can't even understand what you are saying. So when, we are, when I preach, when somebody asks me that, your message is simple. My message is simple. I thank God that it is simple. I don't know anything. I'm a medical doctor. Seven years I went to school. My doctor is not this $200 you, you, you internet doctor. No. It's a real doctor. But the, the, the word I can see in the Bible is that he that winneth souls is wise. And, and I believe that when you win souls, you are a faithful and a wise servant. But you may be wise when you are young, but as you progress, you see that it changes. And you are no more just pure soul winning. It's like something more higher, something greater, complex. And it is not in the Bible. I don't see all those things in the Bible. Supposing I came here and I start to teach you what I know in, in, from school. From anatomy, physiology, biochemistry. I start to teach you physics, chemistry. I start to teach you what I learned in school in psychiatry, neurology. I start to teach you what I learned in anatomy. I start to teach you what I learned in ophthalmology. Would you like it? This is not the place for that kind of wisdom. This is not the place for that. I have enough common sense in my head to know that I didn't come here to come and teach medicine, internal medicine, gynecology. Do you know, do you know the things I know in gynecology and obstetrics? Do you have any idea what I know in surgery? How to operate from beginning to end and bring, bring whatever out. I cut you from skin to skin, take everything out, close it, and sew. Do you think I, I, the things I know, it's not, these are not why we are here. Come on. Don't, don't try to confuse us with all kinds of things. So, God is looking for a faithful and a wise 
soul winning servants. Put the scripture back. Yeah. Verse 46. Blessed. Now, who is a faithful and wise servant to give them meat in due season? Now, meat. You see, a preacher, a Christian preacher, is supposed to give meat. You can't come and serve gravel to people. Meat, which is the word. So who is the faithful and wise servant who gives meat? So we are supposed to minister the word, meat, in due season. Rejoiner, he had a vision. Jesus appeared to him a number of times and told him that he has given him a word and he's delayed in releasing the word. He has delayed in releasing it. It was a book. He has delayed it. He said you should have given meat in due season. It's late. So we are supposed to give meat and proper preaching in due season, in time, before it's too late. Souls are dying. Souls are perishing. Huh? Souls are perishing. And God is calling us to be soul winners and to be constant in preaching about Jesus. To win a soul is to preach about Jesus, not to preach about money. You don't have to preach about money in church all the time. Maybe once a year or twice. And you can't every day be hearing about money. I mean, I mean is it, are we a bank? Is it a university? Is it Gimpa? Is it a management institute? We are here about Jesus. That's what we are here for. So, we are to give meat. And the meat must be in time before the souls are lost to hell and darkness. Nobody knows when he will die. You may feel you, you, you will not die in 2019. But nobody knows. I mean, you, we all hope to live. But in due season also means before you die. Because nobody knows the day that is going to be over. I say, bling, bye-bye. You have to go now. So, in due season means hurry up and preach before the sound goes. Not everybody becomes an old man. Or an old lady. You haven't been to the mortuary before. When you go to the mortuary, it's like a school. We have babies. We have toddlers. We have 10-year-olds. We have teenagers. The first time I went to the mortuary to do post-mortem, there was a lady, a girl, there. she was only 16 years old. But she was, pre- she, she was pregnant and she had tried to abort. And she died. So my first postmortem was on that lady, that girl. She was quite a grown-up lady. lady. Her due season was 16 years exactly, and it was over. So if you want to serve God, you need to be working fast, and God's will will be done. Verse 46. Blessed is that servant. Whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find 
so doing. Verily I say unto you, he shall make him ruler over all his goods. Look at verse 46. Is it not what we are looking for? Blessings? Ah. This is how you get blessed in the church. You get blessed by being a faithful and a wise servant. Then you will be blessed. You don't have to be praying for money, praying for house, praying for visa. Do the work of God. Preach the word. God will give you a genuine worldwide ministry. Today I am invited to so many countries, eh? and not to preach to Ghanaians. You know, sometimes people say we are going, and I'm saying this because I prayed for him. You know, many of us Ghanaian pastors, we go abroad, but usually we preach to Ghanaians in Germany, Ghanaians in UK, Ghanaians in America, Ghanaians in whatever. But there's a realm. There's a realm. The people you'll be preaching to, they will be from the country that you have been invited, you have been invited to. So you'll be preaching to, like last year, I was preaching in Sri Lanka. To Sri Lanka, I mean, there's no Ghanaian in Sri Lanka. Tamil, you heard of Tamil Tigers. Tamil, my, my books were in three languages. I had three types of Macarius. They speak three languages there. Tamils speak Tamil, then Sinhalese, and then English. Every signboard has three languages. If you are saying um, the way to this church, it will be in three languages. Because there's three types of people there. So I was in Sri Lanka to Sri Lankans. I was in Manila. It's only Filipinos. Pure Filipinos. You will be preaching to different nationalities in the name of Jesus. Yes. Many things we are looking for. It is the verse we are reading. Blessed is that servant. If you want the true blessings of God, blessed is that servant. Which servant? Which of the servant? The one who is faithful. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed his message. You know, one day I was about to preach to a very large crowd and the Holy Spirit whispered to me. He said, now that I've given you this crowd, don't change the message. Preach about the blood and the cross. Yes. Preach about the blood of Jesus and the cross. Because I was about to preach to a very large crowd. Don't change what you are going to preach. Preach about the blood and the cross of Jesus Christ. Is that not the foundation of the church? Is that not the true meat God has given us? Can any physics lecturer preach the cross? Come on now. Can any economics lecturer preach the cross of Jesus Christ? But why are you preaching what an economics lecturer can preach in the church? Why have you taken their message from their lecture room and brought it to the church? Blessed is that servant. May you be a blessed servant. May you be a blessed servant. You will not pray for car, you will not pray for house, you will not pray for all these things. The Bible says, for these things do the Gentiles seek. Ah, God will give it to you. The church will be surrounded by car. People will think that they are selling cars here. They will say, I guess there's a car, a new car dealer has come. They usually bring their cars on Sunday. And you will see it will happen practically. Yes. 
you'll be getting richer and richer and richer and richer without praying for riches and without talking about money for people to even misunderstand what you are doing yes yes when you blessed is that servant blessed is that servant blessed is that servant now verse 27 verse 27 verily i say you he shall make him ruler over all his good now when we don't preach the gospel look at what happens in verse 48 but but if that's what evil servant you see so when you don't preach and give meat in season god calls god changes your name from servant to evil servant you are now his servant but you are an evil servant if that evil servant shall say my lord delays in his coming now what will he do he shall now change his focus from souls to fellow servants you see instead of concerning yourself with what others are doing and what fellow ministers are doing and are not doing you have to focus on the work but when you don't focus on the work you start saying ah look at this church have you seen a, a man of god you see, i hear this a problem there have you seen what this guy is doing and before you realize you are now quarreling criticizing talking that is what happens when you don't focus you start smiting no other person than your fellow servants I don't want to hear anybody here talking about any church or any pastor. Pray for yourselves rather. Pray for yourself and your fellow servants. Start talking about of and smiting fellow churches. Sometimes when I see people lambasting, you, you, you lambast Catholic church. It's because you've not traveled. When you travel, you see that many times it's only the Catholic church which is our savior even the holy land the holy land is catholic churches throughout they have built where jesus was transfigured they've built a church there where jesus stood on the mount of olives to ascend they've built a church there where jesus gave the amount of the sermon on the mount that they've built a church they are the ones who control the whole place for all of us Many missions you go to the north of Ghana and many places. It's only our, 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 they are our senior brothers. You have no right and there's no reason. Why you talk about somebody? What are you also doing? It's because you are not focusing on your work. That's why you can smite a fellow, a fellow, fellow church, fellow servant, fellow ministry, fellow something. Yes. Concern yourself with somebody's problems. Start praying for yourself. Maybe the same problem that you are seeing in somebody's ministry is coming for you, but it's in four years' time. So it should rather be praying and seeing how to keep yourself. Can I have an amen? amen? You are criticizing me. You are criticizing me. How do I come into your life? Eh? You are angry with me. For, for what? How do you talk about me and say something negative? What have you done for God? Are there no souls in your area? No, I'm asking you a question. Are there no souls in your area that you are talking about that he would mills? What have I done? How many have heard people talking about me before? 
Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yes. So I'm asking some of them good, some of them bad. Why? Are there no souls? Ask your neighbor, are there no souls in your area? Then why are you talking about a fellow servant? Ah! Sometimes it is not good to even be in fellowships of pastors. Sometimes it rather makes you talk about each other and criticize. Sometimes you see there's, there's a group of pastors from different places. You see them talking about themselves. Why? Are there no souls? More the souls are plenty. You know now Ghana is we are becoming like Nigeria. A lot of people. But Nigeria has a lot of people. Ghana was not like that before. Ghana, we were few. But now, and we will soon be 100 million in Ghana. Yes. Because we are 30. The 30 million have to give birth to only one each, it will be 60. If the 30 million give birth to two, we are 90. So, the servant, he smites. Then what else is he doing? Eating and drinking. Just prosperity. Growing big. Getting food. Eating, drinking with the drunken. So, you see, when you are not winning souls, all you do is eating, drinking, like how to increase, prosper, money, meat, drink, just earthly living. It is because they are, the soul is not on your mind. So you attack your fellow servants and you give yourself to earthly pursuits that ordinary human beings do. That is the effect of not winning souls. That is the effect of not winning souls. Yeah. He begins to eat and to drink with the drunken, smiting his fellow servants. Verse 50. Now, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour he is not aware of. So when you are not into soul winning, and you are not into doing the work of God as you ought to, your days can end abruptly. I will, I will show you a verse in um, a book. It's called, I Believe in Visions. Kenneth Hagen. He wrote that book. In that vision, one of them, Jesus physically came into his room and pulled a chair and sat by him for two hours. And he told him, he had had an accident. And he told him, I called you to be a prophet. I called you. But you have not taken it seriously. He said that, I made you to have this accident so that you will listen to my voice. And that's why I've appeared to you. And he told him, if I have not allowed you to have this accident, you will never have lived beyond the age of 55. He gave him the year that he would die in the vision. He gave him the year. He said, you will die by this time. So the Bible says that 
the Lord of that servant will come in, a, in an hour that he's not expecting at all and say, Now, he shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, who are hypocrites? Hypocrite is someone who looks like he is something, but he's not. So we are Christians. We look like we are soul winners, but we are not. We are money seekers. So that's why we will be appointed to stay with hypocrites in the weeping and the gnashing center. Because we are actually not soul winners. Many pastors are not soul winners. That's why I wrote the book, How to Preach how you can preach salvation because people don't know how to even preach salvation so we'll be appointed you know actors have you met an actor before you know i was in a church there's a washington and some of those guys when you see that they are not strong at all but in a film you see there's a washington killing about five people there's a film where he beats a lot of people when i saw i said ah toli is very high do you know toli yeah I mean, it's not true at all. They look like they are fighting. Even those who are having sex, it is not them. They have a double. Or they have a, another person, a prostitute, that they bring the person to come and do that part. So a lot of things, it looks like the person has jumped, he's climbing down from the roof, he's, he never dies. All the things are not true. So that is the word hypocrite. It means actor. You act like you are, but you are not. So we, we act like we, salvation depends on us, but it doesn't. Because we are not into such things like soul winning. We are into other things. So we are hypocrites. Yes. We are the greatest last day hypocrites of the church. Yes. We are, we, <laughs> Ghanaian churches and pastors. We are always going to Germany, Holland. Why don't we go to Togo or Mali? Just here. Eh? Oh, there are no souls there. What are there? What are those there? <laughs> souls. It's not souls we are after. We are looking for euros. Mercy. We are looking for pounds, euros, dollars. Uh, and like, Pastor Bempa, what you have, there are a lot of people who need it in Africa. If you go, yes, if you go. Not Germany, not Germany. Yes, I just came from uh, Burundi and Rwanda. I'm on my way to Uganda now. When you go, you see. I mean, you don't have any idea. That's why I say that Ghana, we, we complain about a lot of things. If you travel, you see that Ghana is American. And the church is advanced like maybe 100 years. Yes. People need the Lord. But here we are smiting 
You see somebody talking about Benihin. What the? Like, how, why are you talking about Benihin? I don't understand it. I don't understand your topic. You are smiting your fellow servants. And it's not going to end well. Yes. Benihin is a very great man. Few pastors in the world. I don't even, even if one will ever get to the height and the level of ministry that he got to ever in their whole life and carry that kind of power ever will ever you do, many people don't, you, don't, you don't know him if you know his ministry you, you, you see very very great few will ever attain such and then you are sitting there discussing his marriage I'm surprised at you. <laughs> eh? There are no souls in Kanishi, you see. Oh, Doko. There are no souls in Dansoma. As you are discussing somebody's marriage. Eh? But I, I, I thank God this is a soul winning church. I say it's a soul winning church. And when you start international crusades, you will see that instead of your money getting less you you'll rather prosper you'll be, you'll be wondering that uh, now that we are doing expensive things how come we rather have money to do the work may god bless you to be a true soul winning ministry may you never smite your fellow servants don't talk about me again amen Don't talk about Benihin again. I beg, don't talk about it. Just pray for the souls that are in the, in the area. Yes. And win souls. Because we are going to build many of this church. All over. And God is going to be pleased. And you say, blessed is that servant. How many want to be walking and people say, that's a blessed servant of God. Look at, look at him. He's, a, he's blessed. She's blessed. That will be your story and that will be your testimony. Stand to your feet, please. I hope my message is not complicated for you. There's no word salad in my message. A lot of words that you cannot understand. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for what you have started and what you are doing. We are grateful and we pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you for touching our lives to win souls like never before. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Everybody thank God for turning you into a soul winner. Making you a blessed soul winner. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.
As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I don't know where you, who you are or where you are if you want to give your life to God. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't know God. I don't know Jesus as my Savior. If I die today, if I die today, I don't know if I'll go to heaven or hell. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, lift your hand up and I'm going to pray with you. Just lift your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life. God bless you. I see your hand. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, you want to give your life to Jesus, come. Come to me here. I want to pray with you in the front here. Come. Come and stand here. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to Jesus. Come. 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 Come from wherever you are. God bless you. Come on. Let me pray with you. Come to God this morning. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Let me pray with you. God bless you. Come on, my friend. Come on. From wherever you are standing, this is your opportunity to be saved. To be saved. I'm going to pray with you to register your name in the book of life this morning. Your name will be registered in the book of life. Come. Come. Come and let me pray with you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here, you haven't come, but you want to come, I'm giving you the last chance. Walk now very quickly. Apart from that, no one should be walking in the room, please. Stay where you are and come now. God bless you. All of you in front, lift your hands and say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. I can't hear you. Let everybody join in. Say, Jesus. Thank you for today. I am sorry. For my sins. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Forgive me. Forgive me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I have done many bad things. But today. Today. I open my heart. Open my heart. I receive Jesus, receive Jesus as my Savior, as my Savior, my Master, my Master, and my Lord. My Lord. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Say it again. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I belong to God. I belong to God. Say it. I belong to God. I belong to God. From today. From today. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today. From today. I give my heart. I give my heart to Jesus. To Jesus. From today. From today. Lift your two hands. Say thank you, Jesus, Jesus. for saving me today. For saving me today. I belong to you. I belong to you. I'm your child. I'm your child. From now. From now. Now say after me, Satan. Satan. Everybody say, Satan. Satan. Listen to me. Listen to me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I bind you. I bind you. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I reject you. I reject you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will not follow you again. I will not follow you again. Satan, I will not serve you again. Satan, I will not serve you again. I belong to God. I belong to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now lift your two hands. Say thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Jesus. For saving me. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I am your follower. I am your follower. I am your servant. Your servant. From today. Today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. ABC Tonight. The next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10-9 Central on ABC.